Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Generation Anthropocene, a show about what it means to be living in our new geologic age. In the past four years, we've released over 80 episodes and spoken with hundreds of people about the Anthropocene, what it is, how it's defined, and what it means for you. Here, we've pulled excerpts from a bunch of our interviews to explore all of the changes happening on our planet today. The, the, the raison d'etre for the Anthropocene isn't because we're here, you know, because we, we are ruling the planet or anything like that. Uh, the reason for the Anthropocene is that because the Earth, Earth's surface geology is changing. Uh, we happen to be behind most of the changes. Uh, we may not be behind all of them. And some of them we may trigger off and then they will go off by themselves. Best estimates are more than half of the ice-free surface of Earth has been transformed by human activity. And by transformed, I don't mean affected. All of it's been affected. For me, the Anthropocene, one of the, one of the, the best physical manifestations of it, are the growth of cities. And Jan's referred to this in the past as, as a kind of huge human trace fossil. Sea level's rising, and so it will fossilize the various urban structures that we have built over the past few hundreds of years. And those will be one of the clear signals too. Through this global warming, we have now touched virtually everything except maybe some of the deepest parts of the ocean. I would like to really emphasize that climate change is just one of the several global environmental changes. I think there is a very, very crucial component of, of the global environmental change that characterizes the Anthropocene, and that is biological extinction. What the science says is that this is not, at least not yet, screaming Harry Panic conniption fit, let's run for the hills tearing our hair out. This is, we are better off if we include the scientific knowledge in our decision making. I think we all live in a sense that the world has never been as fast-paced, you know, as confusing, as troublesome, as dangerous, as, uh, as close to the end times as, you know, any previous generation. And that's a very, very, just a very, very common human feeling and trope throughout history. So I'm a little bit skeptical of it. From here on out, we will self-consciously live in a world where nature is not the other out there, but where nature is created by us. So we will live in an environment that is synthetic in the sense of even the most quote-unquote natural parts of the environment will be human-made in some fundamental sense. There are people who say, don't sugarcoat it because if you sugarcoat it, people aren't going to realize how dire it is. 
And then there's people who say, don't tell people how dire it is, because then they're going to be paralyzed and not know what to do. Some of these questions are just too big. So you need to have lots of different strands, or you need to have really clear-eyed thinking about the big macroeconomic issues. But I think you also have to have soul food in order to keep doing this. And in order to do that, it helps if you can actually be nourished by the nature around you and not just the nature that you see on TV that's far away. Nature isn't something that's out there. It's actually at the very foundation and core of who we are and what we do and how we create cities. We make cities out of nature. We make our economies out of nature. We make our lives out of nature. But if you can redefine nature so that you're taking care of your relationships to nature where you live, and you realize that part of that is to actually preserve wild places both in and outside of the cities, then I think it's a much more powerful way of thinking. So that's our new geologic age. But what does this mean for you? When you look at the world through the lens of the Anthropocene, all sorts of questions come up about Earth's changing surface geology and how it impacts our lives. So I don't know if we could start this off just with the question, what is nature? So uh, I wish you'd start me off with an easy question. There's a statement that history is accelerating. Do you think that human attitudes in, towards the environment is also changing at an accelerating pace? And is it changing at a fast enough pace to keep up with the rate at which the Earth itself is changing? Oh, that's a really that's a really interesting question. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd want to get out my calculator and <laughs> you know do some do some formulas here and see what I think about these statements about pace. Before we move on, I'd just like to hear you address this this looming question, uh, the nine billion person question. Mm-hmm. Can we, how on earth are we going to feed nine billion people? Can it be done? I think a lot of people would struggle with this idea because it feels almost like intentionally playing God or like giving up with ecosystems. How do you reply to that? The amount of algae in the water under that ice was as high as you would find anywhere in the world. I mean, it was, they were unprecedented. It was, it was really shocking. It was absolutely shocking. So does it look like this is a result of climate change? And that's, the big, that's, the, that's a really big question. Why would new diseases be emerging? And in fact, are we seeing more diseases now that we haven't seen before? If you had dictatorial powers over this, uh, would you rewrite U.S. water law in, in a certain sort of way? And where would you set the beginning of the Anthropocene, the boundary? Would you draw the line? Where would you draw the line? Where do you think that you would put that boundary? Where would you place the boundary? 